De facto podcast is privileged to have been founded on Wadjuk Noongar land. We pay our respects to the traditional owners of this land and express our sincere gratitude for their ongoing guidance as we work in their community. Welcome back to another episode of Day Factor where we discuss our nine to five kind of relationships in another podcast literally no one asked for. I'm Nicolette. I'm Kate. And a big hello to Lainey and to Rachel. Rachel. We have our guest speaker, Rachel. She's in the building. We're very excited to have her. She has a great story for us. She is on mute for now, though, unfortunately. We've muted her. <laughs> she's here. She's in, you know, a couple of with celebrities. So she's just seeing how we get it done. How we get, get yeah. it, yeah. And then she's going to jump in. Yeah, a little absolutely. bit and just jump straight into absolutely. it. Absolutely. And yep. a big thank you to today's sponsors who are Alchemy Saunas. Um, just a big thank you because I've really been getting into saunas and we know that. We do. Um, and it's just been really helping with my mental health. I was there on the uh, – yesterday, actually. I, I go most days of the week. But yesterday in particular, I've really connected with an older woman. So, actually, I was outside and I could hear her on the phone. She was talking on the phone on speaker with her friend that was there. And I thought – no fucking way am I sitting in the sauna with you because your phone conversation about your fucking dogs pissed me off. It's pissed me off and I don't want to be near you. Okay, fair enough. So I strategically went into a different sauna but then, so it's seven per sauna. And there's two saunas. And there's two saunas. They sit side by side. Seven's pushing it for space. Anyway, there was a group. They didn't want to split up Mm. and they all came in and they said, oh, Eight will be fine, mm. and I thought no. So I picked up my towel and I left. And I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna deal with the woman, yeah, and leave. So I left and I went into the other sauna, and it was just the three of us. Bloody hell, me and this woman, we got on like a house on fire. The dog lady. She told me about the dogs as soon as I walked in. I said I did hear the phone conversation. <laughs> so I was like, no, boring. So I said I'm all over it. But then she was going, you know, I just I can't stand it when people just don't understand the the, the sauna etiquette. And I thought... That's the way to Kate's heart. I said, you're speaking my language, yeah, girl. And absolutely. then for the next hour, we connected on sauna <laughs> etiquette because someone joined us late and... And left the door open. Moseyed on in nah. like there was no rush. <laughs> she didn't understand we were doing 20-minute intervals and then was just talking at a really high volume. Mm. Oh, or when you was... get when you get back from your swim, so like say there's like seven in the sauna because I've been to three now, so I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty up with it. You get like there were seven of us... Like five of us, like 20 minutes, should we all go for a swim? Go out, come back, what, four minutes later, the other two get up and go. No. Just just come with us all. Like let's just all, yeah. I'm not saying you have to, but let's not have 10 people going in and out at different times. Let's just have yes. a chat, try and go together. Yes. And obviously go on my schedule. Go well, on my schedule. I'm better. And when we all go together, we have to go into the door back come back together as well. So I will wait for everyone to group together. We all got to group together. Yep. Now I've gone a full 180 degrees re-saunas because before I said get out of my sauna journey, you know, let me do what I want to do. Now I'm like everyone obeys <laughs> everyone's, my rules. <laughs> everyone's in my journey but it's my journey. Yeah, and me and this woman, oh, shit, I love her. There you go. A couple of Karens just hanging out in the sauna connecting on Karen <laughs> things and I fucking loved her. You're like rules make us all have better fun. Yep. So there you go. Um, I just want to talk about 
the TikToks for a moment. So we Wait, have gone. Do you mean the cyberbullying? The cyberbullying, <laughs> but not even cyberbullying. I just want to talk about how much people are just, they have to get their comment in. Last word, freaks. No, (laughs) no. A recent TikTok went viral where we said, oh, there was a lady and her two kids. She didn't swap the plane seat. Oh, apparently the internet is not having that. It's not even a debate. This is just clickbait. I got one comment. It was like from Daryl or something. He was like, this is ridiculous. All this does is get people to comment and see traction on your video. Waste of my time. And I said, well, Darren, babe, it's working. You're here. You're commenting and you're in my space. We had Grizzly Bear Wilco, big shout out to you, that actually said, apparently, we can't even string the sentence blah, blah, blah yeah. together. These two don't have a single brain cell. We don't have any brain cells. And I thought, do you know what? Grizzly Bear Wilco. Sometimes I would agree with that. Um, but I'm not sure the people that are paying us to speak at World Congress would agree with you, fucking Grizzly Bear Wilco, so piss off. I just can't stand it. Now, I have an update for all the listeners out there. Re, uh, the bed wetter. Oh. So. Um, piss the bed. The piss the bed guy. So if you're new to the potty, uh, shalom, um, go back and listen to the episode before this about, my niece is laughing at me, Um about a guy that I was recently sleeping with who pissed the bed and then did nothing to to say sorry or wash the sheets or take me out for breakfast or anything. He did nothing. So um, he continued to contact me like nothing had happened after the pissing the bed scenario. I um, He called me actually after I told him that I was frustrated because I had spent the, my whole Sunday cleaning up after him. And so he had responded saying, can I call you? And I had responded saying, yes, you can call me. I'll call. Actually, I'll call on my drive to the potty. Anyway, eventually he calls me to talk about why I'm frustrated and he doesn't even mention anything, anything about the fact that he pissed my bed and just has a conversation and goes (laughs) to me, he goes, oh, how was the potty? And I was like, oh, yeah, it was pretty good. After I've just torn him to shreds on last week's episode. <laughs> I hope he hasn't listened. Yeah. Big anyway, shout out. Yeah, big shalom. And then um, then the next day messages me again, clearly hasn't clicked on that this is not okay. So this is the text that I sent everyone. Look, sauna guy, I believe in open communication and mutual respect and that hasn't really happened to you. I feel like you haven't addressed what I said yesterday and the lack of consideration is disappointing. Let's just take a break for now. Now, I want to say adding for now, break for now, was my way to soften the blow blow, blow of let's take a break forever. Yeah. Clearly, right? But everyone knows that's probably what it means. Yeah. Yeah. Right. His response. Okay. I'm going to put my voice on. <laughs> you could have picked up the phone <laughs> or met up briefly with me to openly communicate, which would have been respectful, to be honest. I don't want to break. I think friends is good. Sleep tight. (laughs) Now, I just want to point out a few things, okay? Because if you are listening, I just want to point out a few things. Number one, I picked up the phone the day before. You didn't talk about it, okay? And number two, why would I meet up with you briefly to talk about something that you're not talking about, okay? Uh, Number three, I don't want to break. I think friends is good. Honey... (laughs) 
We were only ever friends because you didn't take me on a date. He he really switched that and took the power back, didn't he? he took <laughs> didn't the power he? Back. By saying that, nah, friends is good. And you go, I was in the leading position. And he's bumped me out of it. He took the yeah. power by saying friends is good. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, but you pissed in my bed. Still, in yeah. what world would we ever be more than just friends? But the story continues. Mm. So I'm living my merry life. Didn't respond. Continuing on. Go to the sauna on Saturday. Who do I see? The sauna guy. <laughs> oh, what a shock. What you a had shock. had a sauna? Anyway. Comes up to me, just chats to me like nothing, literally nothing has happened. Oh, how are you? How you been? <laughs> and then goes, oh, um, well, do you want to catch up for a coffee sometime? And what did you say, Kate? I went, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, yep, yep, sounds good, text me. Why did I do that? Do you know why? Because society has conditioned me that I can never upset anyone else. Mm. I have to be happy all the time. It's easy to talk shit behind their back. Mm-hmm. To their face, quite difficult. Can't do it. Yeah. Can't do it. No. Now, final thing I want to add to this point is mum's listen to the episode. Mm-hmm. Okay? And she's got some feedback for us. She's got some <laughs> feedback. So um, <laughs> she said she enjoyed it last Thank week's episode. You, Kat. Thanks, Kat. Uh, uh, she said that the bedwetter actually owes me new sheets minimum. Yeah. And they must be superior quality, i.e. Sheridan, Adairs or Bed Bath & Table. I love linen, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. She said, number two, block the clinger and politely ignore the bedwetter. I'd say block him also too, but if he feels uncomfortable at the sauna. And then she goes, who raised these men? Yes. As a woman who raised three sons, she does have a backbone. Then she corrects herself and goes, actually, self-entitled boys. Nicolette needs to interview any potential dates when you've finished. <laughs> Thank you. When, I've been saying this for a while. Yep. When you finished your man ban. And then she goes, she should have a list of questions and scenarios, just like a job interview. Yep. Otherwise, we're going to have to do an in- intervention and send you to some kind of rehab. <laughs> then she goes, maybe that's a business idea. Boot camp for girls. Love you. P.S. Entertaining story. <laughs> and then she goes, um, then she goes, maybe the parents didn't teach them rule number one. Don't be a dick or make a dick of yourself. And I said, exactly, don't embarrass yourself and don't embarrass the boat. And we know that. And we know that. Anyway. Thank you, She said, you're picking up the bar with your very strong arms and raising it up high. If they can't reach the bar, then go play play somewhere else. Stop. You got that tattooed on you. Thanks, Mum. That's a great quote, Kat. Yeah. Very strong arms. Cannons, if you will. A couple of cannons. A couple of cannons. So, Nick, what's been happening? Well... Um, Enough about me. <laughs> Did everyone enjoy the great storm oh, of 2023? No. Stop. I need to stop you. The story continues. Sorry. Sorry. Wait, who? Okay. Piss the bed. Piss the bed. Or clinger. No. So. The story Jesus cont- Christ. This guy, well, this is the new clinger. He's no. gone from piss the bed to clinger. Okay. So Go. I have a friend. I have wine with my friend last night. She tells me she's been doing pottery recently and there was a cute guy there. Oh, and no. The, and the friend that she was with was like, oh, I should set you up with the cute guy at Pottery. And then so I tell her my bedwetting story. She asked to see a picture of him. It's, it's the him. guy. It's <laughs> him. This guy's got his little mints everywhere, everywhere. doesn't he? Everywhere. Many fingers, many pies. <laughs> many holes. <laughs> many <laughs> mugs. Many, many fingers. Kilns or whatever they're called. You put your fucking... <laughs> tell you what, not in my hole. Not in my hole. Oh, I got to tell that story again. <laughs> I don't. I have to. We can cut it out if you don't want to. Okay, no. But <laughs> in, in 
interviewed once about the business and this lady's like, for one, Kate's like, yep, for a lot on the agenda. And instead of saying many fingers, many bars, she goes, we got many fingers in many holes. <laughs> and I was just like, um, many pies, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying this is a very <laughs> professional being filmed interview and I said I had many fingers in many holes. And so you came out both, we're like, oh, uh-huh, yep, and then inside and then as soon as I left we were like, many holes. I'd say well done to me for keeping a straight face and you I'm said that. I'm sweaty thinking about telling fuck. this woman that I finger a lot of people. <laughs> many fingers, sexo- many holes. I am a sexologist yes. so it does make sense. Exactly. Okay, go on, tell you All right. whatever happened to you. <laughs> it's actually not much, but I wanted to talk about the great storm of 2023 the other night. Didn't know it was coming. Thursday night. No, was it Wednesday night? There was a storm. Wednesday night. Might not have touched south of the river, but it really got the double view area. Okay. Came through. I was sitting at home. What's going on? Anyway, anyway, so picked up Zach, got home, power's out. Oh, I know where this is going Inconvenient, now. right? Yeah. So Zach's trying to have a little bird bath in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> just have a cold shower, bro. No, it was so cold. And it was like, our water doesn't. So he's just like, I'm in bed and he's like, <laughs> and he's like trying to wash himself in the sink. <laughs> anyway, next morning, power's still out. Go to work, come home. Power's still out. Go to dinner, come home. Oh, power's still out. Hold. No, the street's lit up. We're like, finally, we're on. We get there. Everyone in our units out the front having a little, little house team meeting. Yeah. Said, what's going on? They said, oh, power's tripped. And then the guy goes, yeah, Western Power uh, won't be here till tomorrow at 11 a.m. And I said, sorry, it's actually an emergency. It is. The power's been out for two days. And you've been bird bathing. And we had been bird bathing. And then it doesn't come on, so we go to mum's, have a proper shower, come home the next morning, still out, have to clean out the whole freezer, whole fridge, all food gone to waste. Wastage. Yeah. And our, in this economy, in this economy, to throw lips. out. Chicken, salmon, veggies. What the I was fuck just... are you doing buying chicken and salmon? It was in the freezer. Oh, okay. I get, fair, it, fair, get fair. it when it's on special, pop in the freezer. You know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that was my week. Very, very annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have any other updates? I just want to say we also, during the week, we've been invited to speak at Congress in Melbourne as well. So we have. We don't have <laughs> a brain cell. Everything's actually called Congress. We've gone to many Congresses. I don't know <laughs> what it means. But, you know, <clears throat> in my tiny little woman brain, it's amazing that we've made it this far. We have. The one brain cell. I also just wanted to, I did actually do a little bit of a screenshot. I just wanted to touch on a few things re-Monday um, night voting on Instagram. Because I see who votes for people. Um, oh, and I'm, yeah. I'm pretty fucking disappointed in a few of you. But also, <laughs> I just We want, can see the votes. So when we put up a poll, I we can, can see, see who's voting. And I have taken it quite personally. Please. But I want to give a few thank yous, actually, people that voted for me in terms of winning in a fight. So I'm just going to do this really sort of right Wait, can now. we have the final poll? I actually don't have it on me. My phone's over there. I don't care who voted for you. I only care so to So that means fan. I won. Well, no, I've won in the fight. Oh, yeah, okay, you that's fair enough. You won in pretty much everything else, which I'm concerned about. The running race, <laughs> I've got the hawkers. <laughs> I don't need the hawkers, though. So just a big that shout good. out to Alicia, Millie, Neve, Cam, Emma, Ellen, Taylor, Gemma, who are you? Oh, Ryan, Jules, thank you. Wham Silson, <laughs> thank you. A uh, few others, Laura, Georgia, you know, just big shalom, big thank you. I now know where your loyalty lies and it's good to know mm. I'm on top. I would give my thank yous, but my list was too long. <laughs> can't, can't keep up with BB all night. Yeah, whatever. Um, but I think they actually did decide that I would survive in the wild, which I was quite surprised about. So maybe I give off raw, raw energy, you know. <laughs> oh, 
What's this one? It was equal. They'd both die. Oh, and I would survive. So either I would survive or we'd both die. So, so I don't win in any of those scenarios. But you won the fight, so that's all that matters. That's a bit confusing, guys, because I feel like if we're fighting in the wild. No, but we weren't fighting in the wild. I no, think but we you were have just surviving. Fighting animals like a bear mm. or something because we're actually yeah, in the Canada. Yeah, but the fight Help the bear. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I feel like that's a bit contradictory because I can win in a fight, thus I could win in a fight with a bear, therefore I would win in the wild. I'm just making my point, guys. Do a bit more research. Yeah. That adds up, Lainey. Don't and the good thing is she's actually not bitter about it at all. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just all right. I've got more fans than you. <laughs> okay, we're, um, we're going to get into it now. Wait, I just think quick hot top, then get into it. And okay. Rachel can join the hot top. Non-sexual turn-ons. I saw it on TikTok the other Absol- day. Oh, fucking here we go. Who wants to start? I'll give Rachel a second to think of some. I, I haven't even thought of some either, but I will say non-sexual turn-ons. Mm-hmm. Fresh bed sheets. Fresh, not pissing in the bed sheets. Not pissing in my bed sheets yep. is a non-sexual turn on. I said being able to cook a yum meal. Yes. Without asking Cooking for, for help. Too. Yeah. Not, not like, oh, how do I turn the chicken? Is this ready? <laughs> nah. Cook it for Not me. listening to Andrew Tate. Absolutely. Biggest turn on. Um, uh, not letting you help clean the kitchen. I really like that. Like if I go to help and Zach's like, no, sit down. I go like this. I cake. I sit back down. Do you know what's a non-sexual turn on for me? Zach having a bird bath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so <laughs> um, Nice teeth. Oh, yeah, nice teeth is hot. Taking care of their health. Oh, that's hot too. Mm. That's a really – I really appreciate someone that eats relatively healthy. Now, don't get me wrong, I eat shit sometimes too. But if you generally – you're relatively healthy, though. I also really like someone that likes to go to nice restaurants. Yeah. Ceviche, oysters, fucking yep. anchovies on sourdough. A mature <laughs> palate. A mature palate. Yeah. That's a, that's a turn on. Mm-hmm. Rach? I can't think of anything that's not sexual. Turn me on. <laughs> we'll come back to you. Uh, good cologne, maybe. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Smells yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, you've got to smell good. Yeah. yeah. Good yeah. fashion. Good fashion. Can dress themselves. Yeah. Um, and lastly, I had morning people. I find that really hot. Like, yeah. up, seize the day. Like, I don't think I could be with someone who's like, no, oh, I want to sleep to 11. I'm so tired. I hate getting out of bed. No. Yeah, I agree. Someone with career goals too. Mm. Driven. Driven. Yep. They've got to love their mum too. Yep. they got to love yep. their mum. Good I don't family know if that's values. weird because that's a non-sexual turn on, but they have to love their mum. No, I think that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Great. Cool. All right. Well, you hit it for here first, guys. Got to love your mum. Gotta love Treat it. Treat that woman right. Okay, we're going to get in this, into the story. So, a Rachel. shalom to Rachel. Rachel, hi. Hi. Um, I've known Rachel for a couple of years now. Mm. We, we're gym buddies, so just sorry. We're just really, really hot. Really fit. It's whatever. Rachel and I go back to about 10 minutes yeah. ago, so <laughs> pretty close. And Rachel's got an interesting story. I'm just going to give a little... Um, in the spirit of being trauma-informed, just a little warning that we are going to touch on some interesting topics that probably might include include a bit of coercion, a bit of pressure, force, a um, bit of narcissism, that sort of stuff. So if you can't listen or feel uncomfortable listening to that sort of content, maybe skip this episode. We'll pop some helpful resources in the notes. Okay, Rach, this is a story about a guy called... Jack. Jack and Rach dated for a year in total, I would say, 12 months. 
Nearly 18 months once it finally yeah. ended. Okay, so where did you guys meet? On Bumble. Okay. Yeah. Tell me a bit more about the beginnings of the relationship. The beginnings of the relationship. So I think it was um, Boxing Day, so completely in the holiday Christmas spirit. I was... The silly season. Honestly, <laughs> I was lying on the beach in my bikini feeling hot as, mm-hmm. just having a fat time, going scrolling through Bumble as you do. Yeah. While you're on the beach. Why well, look selfies. at the ocean mm. when you can just scroll and bumble? Exactly. And I've always said that. Yeah. And, you know, I was free as a bird. I was living my best life, you know. Um, and I just come across this quite attractive guy, not usually someone physically that I would sort of go for, but mm-hmm. I was I was feeling a bit rebellish and I thought, oh, maybe I'll, I'll swipe away and, and see if I get a message because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the guy has to initiate the message if you match with them. On Bumble or is it the girl? The girl. It's I think the girl. the girl has to, yeah. Oh, I'm not on that. Sorry, I don't Sorry. know. I don't know. <laughs> Just Raya. Look, it's been a while. <clears> I'm getting while. on Raya. Okay, so I obviously initiated the message. Yeah. Um, so we both have children, um, me and Jack, and um, the conversation started. He asked what I was up to and I said that I was at the beach being a babe, you know how it is. Obviously. And, yep. And he was like, well, do you have your child? And I was like, no, it's my weekend off. He said, I've got don't have my child either, maybe we should go for a drink. And I'm like, fuck it. He's hot. Yep. It's Boxing Day. And right? he's initiating and organising something. Yep. Straight yep. up. That's Non-sexual good. turn on. Yes. Non-sexual yes. turn mm-hmm. on. That's initiating. True. Yeah, mm-hmm. organising a date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Not splitting the bill <laughs> <laughs> on the first date. <laughs> on the first. Nah. <laughs> so I'm like, when do you want to meet? And he's like, well, what are you doing this afternoon? And I said, well, I can be free pretty much straight away. I'm just at the beach. So... I said, I'd go home, get changed, and I would meet him in Frio. Mm-hmm. Um, so we met in Frio, and this guy, like, I saw him, and I'm like, oh, God, he's so hot. Mm, you know? So hotter in person just, than on the app. Just, I just don't even know, just so hot. Mm-hmm. Very nice. sexually attracted. Very mm-hmm. sexually attractive. Chemistry was there. I look like a potato because I've just rolled in. I've still got sand in my hair. <laughs> my greys hadn't been covered. <laughs> You know, I wasn't planning on going a date on a date mm. that day with a really hot guy from mm-hmm. Bumble. But anyway, I rolled in um, there and, you know, tried to do my best. We chatted and honestly, like straight up, he was ticking all of these boxes. You know, he was... Every single one? Every single box on that first date, yeah. Wow. Interesting. Like, what did you talk about? What sort of things then? Careers, being a parent, mm-hmm. um, past... Futures. Sort of relationships, I guess, did come in. I think yeah. that maybe once I look back on it now, there probably may have been a couple of red flags then. But you're blindsided. But he was so attractive mm. and the things that he was saying was kind of what someone needed to hear. Yeah. You know, so. Good with his words. Very good with his words. Yeah. So, you know, he bought me drinks. We had food. We had really good banter. And he was telling me about some of his trauma already. And I guess there was a... On the first day? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I do look at that now and understand that that was definitely a red flag. But he was so convincing and charismatic. Mm. Like if you could just pick anyone that's really charismatic, it would be him. So we were talking about um, his career. So when we were having the discussion, all I could hear was like, he's so successful and driven and all of these wonderful things, qualities you look for in guys. Can I jump in? This is giving me... From when I dated a narcissist, and go back right. listen to that episode, everyone. It's in season one, 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think I dated a narcissist is what it's called, but this is what it's giving me exactly the same <coughs> feelings. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. So, um, yeah, all of these wonderful things that he'd done a lot of travelling and, and work travelling and lived overseas. And Did you like get that. a word in at all, by the way? Um, <laughs> for someone that talks a lot, I feel like I probably didn't, you know. <laughs> and which I was okay with because I was just staring at him because I thought he was so hot. But anyway, so he was ticking all these flags and, like, he just became so interesting and, and sounded like a wonderful father and that he had a hard time in his marriage. So, What sort of a hard time in his marriage yeah. did he have? So, funnily, the conversation led to the fact that we'd both been married before. Yep. Um, and he was married for, well, he was with his ex-wife for, like, 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'd separated literally at the same time as I'd separated from my ex-husband. Mm-hmm. So, and we both have children of the same sex as well, so, and the same age. So it just felt like, you know, everything was Meant clicking to be. on, you know, like just randomly met, swiping on Bumble and everything that he'd been through a lot in I common. Then, there was a lot in common. Mm. Um, so he actually did disclose that he didn't like his wife, ex-wife, sorry, mm-hmm. um, and he did disclose that he went through a really hard time because she was cheating on him and it ruined his life and all of these sorts of scenarios. So Yeah, which I'm, if I jump in, yeah. I feel like, you know, people do say, we know, we say it's a red flag when someone says their ex-boyfriend or, or girlfriend or partner is horrible and treated them really bad. And we go, oh, that's a red flag when you say that. But ha- being someone that has had a really shit ex-partner, like I can see both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Apart from... That wasn't really the side that was accurate. <laughs> well, we know we that now. Learn. But yep. at the time. Yeah. yeah, at the time. And I was completely okay with it because I think that people can probably get from having conversations with me that they can push out that empathy in me. Like I've just got that naturally. Mm. And like that I think he felt comfortable enough to bring those things up. And that kind of made me attracted to him that he was happy and being a little bit vulnerable. Mm. Like I was seeing vulnerability from him and I was like, wow, he's got this softer side and he's been through so much. Like I just wanted to nurture him like on the first date, right? Okay. Which was weird. Yep. Okay. So anyway, in my mind, I was getting all the butterflies. I was so happy. I was like, this guy is gorgeous. We have so much in common. He's ticking all of these boxes for me. I've had the best time, right? So that was it for the date. I went home. Um, he messaged me sort of immediately when we got home and I was getting excited. Yeah. Like I'd only dated one guy since I separated from my ex-husband. Yeah. And I've only ever had really wonderful men in my life. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I've struck lotto again. This is great, you know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, I think... From then, literally, was probably when all of the red flags probably started happening. So, like, straight away? Just straight away. Wow. What were some of the really early red flags? Well, to me, I thought he was being just really attentive and he was really interested and he was as keen as I was and all those sorts of things. But he was messaging me, like, every 10 minutes of the day, every 10 minutes Mm. of the night. He would call me What would happen if you didn't reply? Anything? He would message me again. Oh, double dipper. Or he'd call me. What was he? What was he saying in all these messages? It was 
how gorgeous I was, how much stuff we have in common, right, how great okay. the date was. That so a bit of love to, bombing? He loved bombed the fuck out of me. Mm. Sorry, we don't actually swear Sorry. on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm fucking <laughs> fuck. Because <laughs> I'm probably going to say that a lot. Um, say whatever you want to say. I got fully love bombed, but I'd actually never been love bombed before. What I was lacking in previous relationships was attention and mm. attentiveness yeah. and that that consistency. So we um, found what you wanted. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, how good is this? I did probably deep down have a little bit of an inkling that it might have been too much, but I was like, I'm so into this guy already yeah. that I was, like, completely okay with it. And <laughs> you're like, he's just as equally into me. You, you would think right. if he was messaging you all the yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. right, and calling me and things like that. So we'd already planned literally that day that we were going to see each other in two days' time. Um, so we... He was at work and he was like this boss guy and things like that. Well, that's how he kind of portrayed himself mm-hmm. as. And then we actually met up and now that I look back at it, there were so many things I could have seen probably from that day. And we actually met up and he had his phone and he had it like turned the other way. Upside down. Red yeah, flag, okay. girls. If, if a guy's doing that around you, it's a red flag. Mm. Because they're not trying to be attentive. They nope. probably have hoes. Yep, there's hoes <laughs> and they're going to be calling. <laughs> so, but he's, like, we were sitting there having dinner and his phone is just ringing and ringing and ringing and I'm like, you can get that. Yeah. Like, someone's calling you and they need to speak to you. Mm. Mm. And he's like, no, 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 it's fine. Keeps ringing. Keeps ringing, keeps ringing. Just, but like, does he not know that you can turn your notifications off? Just right? a little quick Or little just thing. silent, just... Yeah. You can do that. So do not disturb. Do not mm-hmm. disturb. Mm-hmm. Equally doesn't know that. But, I mean, I then I was, like, not thinking about any of this, right, yeah. until I found out everything later. But I was like, you really can get that. Like, go have a conversation. Someone's calling you. And he's like, oh, it's just my ex-wife. My son calls to say goodnight to me. And I was like, well, please answer. Yeah, you so don't give me the reason he's right? not. Answer. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, no, it's fine. He'll be fine. Sometimes I don't answer. I was like... That's, that's a, a red flag. Yeah, that's a bit of a yeah. bit of a turn. I was like, why would why would you? Especially when you've got a son, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah. So we continue to chat and things like that, and um, delve deeper into all these things. I can't really. Re- it was quite some time ago now, so I can't really remember all the conversations. But he ended up going to the bathroom, and um, he came back and he took his phone with him. So I was like, oh, maybe he's called his son or whatever. That's nice. But he comes back and then his phone is going off and off again. And I'm like, did you go and call anyone? Like, you can answer the call. And he's like, oh, you know, my ex-wife is just being really painful and she does this sometimes and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, is that just because you're not answering the phone to say goodnight? And he's like, yeah, yeah, she's making a thing. I was like, okay. Mm, no worries. Yeah. Mm. So... Um, it was it was things like that. But anyway, things progressed. Yeah. He I got a promotion at work and within days he was like sending me big what is that? That's sweet. What is that sweet place? Oh, where they have the f- full box of lollies oh. and chocolate and stuff. Sugar coat it. Yeah. Sent me some sugar coat. Shout Yum. out to them because they are delicious, right? For, <laughs> for, for our Sydney people, that's just like a company in Perth that has like a big box full of like Donuts and chocolates and lollies. It's like a bouquet of sugar, which yeah. I love. Yeah. And it actually said um, on the card, um, my boss bitch or something, so proud of you. We'd been 
like talking for a week. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. A bit intense. It was a lot. Yeah. That's yeah. heaps. Yeah. Um, How does he know where you – did he send it to your work? Yeah, he sent it to my work. Jesus Did you already Christ. tell him where you were? Because well, now like, yeah, he everyone just... at work now knows as well. That's crossing a boundary for me because now people – like if someone sent me flowers or a gift like that, I'd be thinking, well, now people at work know that I'm dating someone and I haven't even shared it with them because it's only been a week. Or dating. You'd think at least in a relationship if they're sending you that sort of right. stuff. Right, And exactly. now you have to disclose that to all your colleagues because yep. they would have seen the fucking box. My it was just a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. And, you know, I took it as is just that he was being romantic and wonderful mm. and all these things, mm. right? Rose-coloured so, glasses? Yes. I had those on the flinkers. <laughs> Straight for the hotness. That was it. <laughs> it <laughs> Ignore happens. everything else. It happens. Um, and then I think probably it just progressed. Like we were dating. He was calling me and texting me all the time. If I didn't reply, he would be calling me. Right, and I just thought that's because he cared and he wanted to sort of know what what was going on. Yeah. Um, but then, like, I look back at it now and I feel pretty stupid because sometimes I would hear from him like flat out. It'd be all day and all evening, and then some nights there would be, I wouldn't hear from him, and I'd be like, "Oh, this is weird. I haven't heard from him." Yeah. And then he would message me at like ten, eleven o'clock at night and be like, "Oh, I fell asleep on the couch. I'm really sorry." I'm like, mm. oh, okay, that's fine. Mm. All good. Yeah. Like you fell asleep on the couch. Like not unbelievable things that you're like, well, that could happen. Exactly. So that's not a big deal. I'm yeah. not a raging psycho. <laughs> yeah. Smallish. <laughs> medium. <laughs> medium psycho. But I was like, that's fine. Cool. Mm. That that happens. Or he would say like he's had a really rough night with his son and things like that. And I'm like, that's all good. But it just was so extreme. It was one, it was one extreme to the other. It was like... Every five minutes I had to be talking to him and it was literally the moment I got up, my drive to work, he knew when I would be leaving work. So as soon as I hopped in my car, his name would come up on my car Um, and then every night before we went to to sleep, we talked for like an hour. That was okay at the start. Yeah. Then it was exhausting, right? Yeah. So I would go and stay at his house. Um, he would come and stay at my house. So, so you're in a relationship progress. now. We're pretty much in a relationship. Yep. It just mm-hmm. there was so much bombing mm. that before I knew it, we were in a relationship. Yep. And I was fully committed. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I would stay at his house, and like on the weekends, on a Saturday or Sunday morning, he'd be like ushering us out of his house. I don't know. I know why now, but on a Saturday or a Sunday morning after we'd been like having dinner together or spent the night together or whatever, he would, like, get us out of the house before 7 a.m. You and your child? Me and him. No, oh. like me and him. He oh. would need to leave the house too, right? Oh. He'd be like, let's go. Let's go back down your way to your house. Let's go to the beach. What? Let's go for a, for a walk, but not a walk from my house where we come back. So he would literally make us leave his house before 7 o'clock in the morning, oh, which God. was extremely... Well, like every weekend. Every weekend. Jesus. But he never wanted us to be at his house. Yeah, okay. So even during the week. So at this stage, he um, only had his son every fortnight on a weekend, whereas I had my son 50-50. So there'd be a whole week where I wouldn't see him at all. Yeah. Um, that was a lot of the times where he would fall asleep on the couch. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Bit of a... Bit of a plot twist there. Yeah, a little bit of a passion. Yeah. So anyway, the stuff sort of continued. There was a little bit of shadiness with the phone and things like that and he was telling me 
stories about his exes and his ex-wife and were they all crazy? All crazy. Yeah, okay. Bam, crazy. Mm. But it, I didn't he actually didn't tell me the name and this is how like karma kind of gets you because he didn't tell me the name of his ex before his ex-wife until we went on a romantic weekend away down south. So okay. that's when it kind of all unraveled. Right. How far in is this? Um oh, nearly 3 months. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So um he had obviously told me his ex-wife was a horrible person. Mm-hmm. He actually made me hate her. Yeah, but that's classic. I feel like anyone would have, you yeah. know, they make you feel that way. I believe, sure. I I completely believed him that mm. she had cheated on him and, and left him overseas and took the, his son away. Mm. And hearing that, you would obviously yeah. be like, whoa. Yeah. Why? But mm. who are you to be like, that's not true? When you yeah, just exactly. met the guy, like, you can't, exactly. you can't say mm. that. So... Uh, but at this time, I obviously had had no contact with the ex-wife and I believed him. Yeah, because why that, would you have contact with the ex-wife? Right, especially if she did that to the man that I'm madly falling in love with, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So anyway, we go on this really cute little um, trip down south. Um, we go and say it's Smith's, as you do, mm-hmm. right, at the resort. It was really cute. And we had a really good time. There was nothing really bad about the weekend. I feel like when we got away, it, he was definitely all there. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't that he wasn't, right? So we have this super romantic weekend. We're pretty much just eating, drinking and having sex for three days straight. Perfect. Right? I love the sound of that. Right? The sex kind of escalated and gave me some sort of red flags, but they'll come up later. Oh, yeah, they will come up they later. They will come up later. We'll understand all of it later. Anyway... So I've gone on this weekend away, we come back and I go, he drops me off on Sunday and I go to bed and I'm like, oh my God, this is a fucking dream. Like yeah. I'm falling in love with this guy. Yeah. So I go to sleep dreaming of angels, you know. I Absolutely. wake up, open my social media, as I would usually do probably on a, on a Monday morning before a- I go to work. Absolutely. You know, I might want to post some stories about my cute little romance away with this away. hottie, right? The love of your life. Yep. And I open my Instagram and I have a message request from a girl. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I open up the message request and it is paragraphs and paragraphs of messaging from a girl that I've never met before. And sum up what she said to you in the message. She summed up that for the whole time that I've been with this guy, he has also been in a relationship with her. (gasps) That now I know that every time he fell asleep on the couch, he was actually having sex with her. So he would be sleeping with me one night and then her the next night. No. Yeah. Oh, I've got the photos, the the screenshots. What kind of made it worse is that the screenshots that she sent me, he was being really abusive to her. Shit. So what he was doing when he was with me is he was blocking her and then posting stories of me. <gasps> Right? My God. And then what? And then unblocking her when he wasn't with me. Would he then do the same and he would block you and post stories? So, you, so, but I, so he's posting stories with both of you. So you, you think it's, you're together because he's posting it out to his social media. But what do his friends think then? Yeah. Or did he turn it off and only have it on for you to see and for her to see? Because you know, you can't see who else has seen the stories. Yeah. I also believe that maybe he was posting me 
to the world and not but her. not posting her. Right. Because he was coming it to the end with her. She was leaving him. Right. So that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. And obviously he had to groom me enough to get me locked in before he could actually finally get rid of her. True. So but the message so I've got this picture of this guy in my head like this sort of dream guy, right? And I'm reading the messages that he's writing to her and going, who the hell is this person? Mm. This is not him, right? Yeah. Just abusing her, like literally saying that it's her fault because she slept with someone else and he loves her so much and wants to be together. And he went, he actually said to her, I just went away down south for the weekend to try and collect my thoughts and my feelings (sighs) about how heartbroken I am with our situation and I've had a lot to think about and I've no. decided that I can't go back and forth with this. So I wish you all the best and I hope in the future we'll meet each other again and it'll be everything we want it to be. He was down south with me. My God. Oh, that's fucked. With the girl he's in a relationship with. I'd met his son by then. He'd met my No, that's son. the worst. Not bringing the kids into All of it. my friends. No. He even was going to meet my family that weekend. <gasps> he was persistent. He was like, let's drop in and see your family in Busso. Let's drop in and see them. And I was, like, not ready for that. Yeah. But he always, like, pressured me into these things that would solidify things more. Yeah. yeah. Like, it just become, like, That's extreme. harder for you to break up then. Right. If everyone knows him and likes right? him. And- exactly. There's just so much of that. Anyway, so I get these messages and I just can't believe it. She sent me all the screenshots. Like, two days before we went down south, he's messaging her going, we had such incredible sex last night and then you just get up and walk out. And, uh, and I'm like, what date was that? That was two days ago. Oh, my God. So I'm literally seeing it, right? And then I, I send these screenshots to him and I try and call him. Mm. Denies everything. <gasps> I've literally got physical screenshots. No. What was his, like, was Re- it? Excuses. Was it just, oh, that's not true. It's made up. It's all. Yep. That she hacked him into his phone. That she was that crazy. Oh my god! That she's obsessed with him. That word "crazy" again. He's yeah. He's trying to. He's been trying to get rid of her for so long. Blah blah blah. Fucking hell! It was all lies, mate. So then, what did you do? I almost left, mm-hmm. but he is like the king of manipulation. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. He almost made me feel like I was crazy for thinking that she was telling the truth. Oh mm. god. And it's hard because if you don't know the girl, like, you know, in, in our ideals world, we're all like, oh, girl's girl. But if you only know the guy, like, and you love him or you're falling in love with him, it's hard to be like, oh, no, that's so not, like, that's so true. I'm leaving, you know? Well, literally down south, he said to me, he gave me her name just while we were driving in the car. And that's when he said that she was crazy. Right. So he probably thought he's going to get gonna caught happen. out. Yeah. Right? Something's going to happen because he's consistently blocking her and she was onto him. How long have they been together? Uh, a year. Shit. So I ended up finding out that everything that happened to me also happened to her. Like he did the same thing with her when they got together. But even after knowing all these things, I still chose to believe him. Mm. Yeah. Like literally I had – she recorded her phone screen to prove that all the messages that he was sending while we've been together the last three months was real. Shit. And – I just I can't even explain mm. what happened to me or the wiring in my head mm. that was like he's a part of my life I've fallen in love with him surely this isn't true he's made a mistake or whatever and I forgived him yeah and manipulation I, for sure I was 
I was gaslit so hard. Yeah. And it's funny, I didn't know what any of those things meant until mm. I reflected on our relationship. Wow. And he literally made me question what was real and what wasn't real. Shit. And I just forgave him. I told my family what happened. They ended up forgiving him. Like, I went through hell trying to get past all of it. Mm. Um, and I did. But, well, I didn't, obviously. Um, and then then we started fighting a lot because obviously I was angry and mm. I was holding on to all of that anger. But yeah. the fighting would escalate so bad that he would get angry and throw shit at me and break doors and do shit. all these horrible things. And then he would get on social media and start adding women and messaging women and Yuck. doing all those things that would make me feel really little. Mm. It also got to the point where he would comment if I was wearing something so, like, one weekend we were down with my sister and I walked out with just, like, leggings on. We were going to f- have a coffee. And he's like, you aren't seriously wearing that to coffee, are you? Oh, my God. This guy's, like, textbook narcissist. My sister went off. Good. Like, she went off. He was the reg- reason I had originally dyed my hair blonde because he said, why do I have my hair so dark? Oh, my God. I, I literally. What's your natural colour, brown? Yeah. Yeah. What? So I didn't realise, like, over all of these months, he was, like, doing this to me. Like, yeah, he was breaking me you. down, like, notch by notch. Like, wow. Just Negging the, you as well. Yeah, yeah, like, fully negative, all of that sort of stuff. It was just really hard. Um, so anyway, it started to get worse and worse. He was always accusing me of doing the wrong thing and that I was holding on to the past all the time. And obviously I couldn't get past whatever was going on. Yeah. Um. So I, on multiple occasions, tried to end it. Kate knows this. Yep. (laughs) Multiple occasions. And the manipulation continued to go back and forth. And I I think I may have broke up with him like five times, Mm. maybe in the 18 months. Yeah. And I can totally understand how hard it is when someone is manipulating that much to to stick with like with breaking up with them and sticking with them because they he's so fucking good at it. Yeah, it's like a full-time and job for them. I reflect when I dated Narcissus and how crazy I was at the end. I was just so mentally exhausted that I couldn't see like right from wrong, up from down, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That's exactly how I felt. Like he ended up having three different Instagrams. Oh my God. I learned all of these things. Like he lived a double life. So with me in the first three months, he was, I just don't know how he did it. I'm almost proud of him. too much time on the hand. It's almost impressive. How do you have a child, two relationships, two, like how do you not stuff up? Yeah. Like how is he not calling me her name? Yeah. Yeah. Or do they go pet names, like baby, things like that? Yeah, he he was very love-bombing like that. It was like I was babe, like, straight off the bat. That's because I can't remember names. Yeah. Or they don't have to. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's crazy. I can't get over that. Did you ever meet or hear anything from the ex-wife? Yes. So we um, ended up – I ended up – did I reach out to her? Yes. Yes. So after (laughs) – I think that she knew what was going down because, like, when I saw her, she could feel something from me and I felt that she needed to tell me something as well. Mm. Like, Did you, just, like, meet her when he was, like, dropping the kid off or things like yeah, that? Yeah, like, we would see them quite regularly when right. we'd be doing drop-offs and things like that, but we never delved into, like, proper conversations. He always made sure that I was pretty much at arm's length from yeah. her. And he always, like, every day 
she was the problem. Yeah. Like she's done something and he's doing the best mm-hmm. things, right? So anyway, when I finally cut it off, I remember I went out and I felt like I was out of the situation because it was so abusive. Like obviously I could go on for hours on all the stuff that went down, but obviously we don't have hours. Um, but I remember I was at the Beaufort one night and I was with one of my good friends and she, I saw her across the room. The like ex-wife. the ex-wife. Yeah. And she saw me and she literally just walked straight up to me and wrapped her arms around me and hugged me and started bawling her eyes out, right? Oh, shit. I started crying too. Oh, I would. I'm going to cry now. Right? (laughs) And she just said to me, she's like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, what? Like, why? And she goes, I wanted to tell you. Like, I wanted to warn you. But I saw my son happy with a good woman in his life. Mm. She's like, I didn't want to stuff that up. She's like, I chose to hope that something changed. Yeah, like he'd to, grown. Or... Like you can't grow yeah, if you're always in... literally like this. Yeah. So um, obviously we were super upset. We had a big cry. We talked it out. She found out everything. She didn't even know that this ex-girlfriend existed. There was like Shit. they were in a proper relationship, oh right, talking about marriage and kids and things like that and – his son would come home and say, auntie, someone. So this guy has told his son to tell his mum that it's his auntie. So wait, did you, you know how you were saying before um, you always ushered him out of the house or they ushered you guys out of the house? Was that because she was coming over? So they were in this really, they were in the toxic part of, the separation of whatever yeah. was going on because she knew he was doing the wrong thing. She was obviously going crazy about it. So she would constantly walk up to his house. Yeah, okay. So that's why he never wanted me there because she would always turn oh, up unannounced. Out. She'd never call. She'd come in the middle so of the night So she was trying sometimes. to catch him out. 100%. Yeah. Well, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. We we could I, Honestly, I imagine that there's a million things that he did to me that I didn't know about Yeah, right? because all the signs were there. And what he did to her was the same. So anyway, I meet with the ex-wife and we trauma bond. Mm. That's literally what she did, what we did. And I knew all along that she was a good person. I could feel that from her. Yeah. And it's so sad because I was like, oh, fuck, like why didn't I see it? Like mm. why did I go through all of this? I put my son through it as well. I was not showing mm. up as a mum. Like yeah. at all. I wasn't showing up as friends. I lost friends because of my relationship with him. Almost lost other friends. People were just sick of it, you know. Yeah. And I was always upset and crying and my poor son just lost his mum for mm-hmm. like a good amount of time because of what I was going through with this man. Fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. And um, anyway, so I trauma bonded a bit with her Um and then one of my friends, I think I'd moved past it and I'd sort of looked back and it sort of affected me a little bit, but then I was also like, you got out, so it's okay, mm. right? Um, he was very abusive towards the end and consistently harassed me and things like that. But once you break the cycle after a good five times, yeah, a good six <laughs> months of trying to leave, you, you finally get to leave. But one of my good friends, actually, she sent me a screenshot of um, – a girl that she knows that she saw on Instagram and he was on a story with this other girl. Mm. And she wrote, uh, next victim. And oh. I was like, wow, like that would have been a crossover because yeah. this was literally like a few days later. 
Shit. Okay. But I have skipped a part. You've skipped a very I've, big I've skipped a very big, big part, part that I feel like is probably the most interesting part. Three probably weeks before that message came mm. through, or maybe even a little bit longer, I was sitting with my nail tech, as you do, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Gossiping, yep. as you do. Always. As absolutely. I only spend time with this nail tech when I am getting my nails done, yep. you know? And she goes, you wouldn't fucking believe it, Rach. And I was like, what? And she goes, I had one of my clients in the other day and they're into – so obviously we know Perth has the the the, the – what do we call them? It's like a – it's a uh, like a swingers group. Yeah, they call it hedonism. I'm not sure. That's hedonism. What, hedonism. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Group sex. Yeah, so okay. it's – that's they actually, it looks like a great time because they actually all go out. <laughs> they all go out on a boat over to Karnak Island and have sex on a yep. boat, which, oh. you know, a beautiful view. I could do that. Not with everyone else, but I could have sex with Karnak Island. Yeah. Nice little boat trip. Anyway, anyway keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, just because she's my nail tech, she she actually went through a lot of it with me mm. because they every do. four weeks they know everything. I am in there going, we're together. We're not together. We're together. Yep. We're not together. They this know is what's all. happened, right? Um, and every time I would go in there, just like my friends and my family did, would just like, please tell me you didn't get back with him. But anyway, she's like, I've got something so entertaining to show you because a girl that comes in that, that goes to these sex parties, um, she was just showing me all these photos. From the sex party. From the sex party. So, you know, with the straps and mm-hmm. the nakedness and, and – and, and Probably the boat. The boat, the boat, right? The things. There was lots of other body parts on there, there but but anyway, there's also like a group chat because it is a a private sort of thing that you have to get into, and then they they chat. So there was also some screenshots of that, and she goes, "You wouldn't believe it." She was just scrolling through, and then I see your ex on all of these photos, and in these messages, and I was like, "No." I didn't believe it. I don't know why, but I was like, each to their own. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I said, but I really don't think it's him. Like I think he's in a relationship and or maybe destroying somebody else's life. I don't know. And (laughs) um, she's like, nah, nah, you've got to see it. Like I was like, okay, whatever. So anyway, later on that night she messaged me and she's like, oh, see, I've got proof it was him. So she sent through all the screenshots um, and some stuff that I really didn't want to see because I've seen it before and I don't want in that, that in my life anymore. <laughs> and um, and I just wrote back, I was like, and this has been so long since this person's ever been brought up. Mm. Like obviously I have so much trauma that affects all of my relationships now, mm-hmm. but he actually hasn't come up. Yeah. So I looked at these pictures and I just wrote back to her and I said that made my day. <laughs> like, because it kind of did. Yeah, I was yeah. like, "That's what he's got to do now." Good on That's him. Fine, right? <laughs> so and he's probably having a great time. Yeah, whatever. Not my problem. Exactly. Do not care what he does, how he has his sex. I'm not interested. Exactly. As long as it's not with me, I'm happy. Exactly. Exactly. Just the relief of that. Anyway, <laughs> there's some stuff I just didn't want to see. So that actually happened a couple of weeks ago, um, and the message to the ex-wife only happened recent, very recently. So I was like, oh, there's a lot of things coming undone here. Mm. But so who knows? Mm. Like long story, but there's like a million things I've missed out. But the gist of it is that I just, how do you stop these people? Don't know. You just don't. 
I, I mean, I feel sorry for him because he's never going to be happy, is he? And he's just going to keep ruining lives. And what a, what a shit way to live your life. What a shit way to be. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. That's such a hectic story. Again, if this has um, triggered anything for you, we've got some resources in the notes. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how to finish or wrap this episode up, but thank you. I feel like it's a story that needs to be told and I also feel like me having a similar experience Mm-hmm. So many of our listeners probably have had the same experience as well. And I don't know, maybe this opens up a conversation yeah. of how, like, what do we do? What do we do to change this? I don't know what the answer is. And if you're going through this at the moment, like, yeah, like, okay, said, we'll put some resources in there, but please reach out, talk to someone, anyone about it. And yeah, don't try and cover up for someone who's treating you like shit either. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I do understand when you're in the thick of it, how manipulative it is and Yeah. So thank you, Rachel. No worries. Um, we are de facto. Thank you for listening, everyone. You can follow us on TikTok, on Instagram. Um, that's literally all we have time for because we have gone overtime. So see you next time. Over, over and out. out.